Welcome to Voices from the Bench, a dental laboratory podcast. Send us an email at info at voicesfromthebench.com or look for us on Facebook at Voices from the Bench. Greetings and welcome to Voices from the Bench. My name is Elvis. We are at episode number 97. And my name is Barbara, and I'd like to say congratulations. We're almost to 100. I know it's three episodes too soon, but I think it's pretty great. The countdown is definitely on. Ah, I wonder who is going to be our episode 100. I think I know, and I know you know, but let's just throw it out there that it's somebody super special. Yeah, it's a fantastic interview, and we're super excited to bring it. We actually did it uh, last night at 6 p.m. our time. I was actually sitting in my bathroom floor because <laughs> my parents were over for my son's birthday, and I was uh, hanging out in the bathroom talking to uh, him and you. So that's that's a little bit into my life. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> and I didn't have any echoes, I don't think. You let me know when you edit it, but uh, it was great. I yeah, really, really I enjoyed anything. myself. That yeah. hour flew by. So fast. It's going to be a good one. Happy episode number 100, which happens to be the Monday right after Lab Day Chicago. I was going to ask you that. So it's so super nice to be home for the weekend. We've been traveling, 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 Vision 21, and then Voices of Dentistry last weekend, which was amazing. We recorded some super conversations, met some great people, and I really had a really good time. Voices of Dentistry bought us some different perspectives in our industry, and we think you'll find it super interesting. So look for a bunch of episodes in the future from these two great events. And I tell you what, you know, there's some amazing podcasts out there. I had no idea how much energy and enlightenment that they that they bring. And I really, really am so grateful that we went. And thank you, Kettenbach, for sponsoring us to go there. It was really a uh, um, it fired me up. I'll be honest, Elvis. I, I'm really, really, really sure. grateful. Yeah. Um, I think our podcast has been awesome. We received a bunch of real positives from everybody. So kudos to uh, to the whole thing. I know you're fired up, but that event, I'm sure you got really fireballed up. Well, you know, I just like to say <laughs> that I was ahead of my time because I think you'll hear it on those episodes. There was fireball at the event. People were over there doing shots at uh, 10 a.m. and they... Uh, I think that was, uh, which podcast was that? Uh, something and Worms. Dental Implants and Worms. Yeah. So I got a shirt and a couple shots of Fireball. So just yeah. saying. <laughs> I liked it. Those are my kind of people. <laughs> but today, <laughs> I don't know. That's your I'm laughing, but I'm not laughing laugh. I'm, I'm starting yeah, to get yeah. that laugh. It's like, huh, <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm well, trying to think, of how do I transition into doing what we're supposed to be doing here? Well, have some fireball. It'll help you. Go. So last November, I was invited to speak at the Eastern Conference of Dental Laboratories in Concord, North Carolina. Of course, uh, Barb, you were not there that weekend. You had something important to do. Uh, 50th? Yeah, um, something, um, something about a birthday or whatever. <laughs> Whatever's more yeah. important to you. Those things happen, you know. <laughs> But it turns out that Durham Technical Community College is near where the conference was being held. At that college, they have a dental laboratory technology program. With only a handful of accredited schools left in our industry, Durham is one that's been mentioned a few times on the podcast, and they seem to be doing a really good job at providing our profession with educated, employable technicians. 
I was first joined by Aaron Popov, CDT, who went through the program and is now an instructor. Awesome. And interesting enough, mid-conversation, this is the first time on the podcast, mid-conversation, we are joined by a student, Jill Adams, and she talks about why she signed up for this program and where she hopes it takes her. And then... And then on the second day, I am joined by the dean of the program, who I found out two weeks ago just happened to get the 2020 NADL Educator of the Year Award... Greg Walton, CDT. Congrats. That's cool. He talks about how he got his start, his time in the program, with all the changes he's seen through the years, and his hopes for it in the future. So join us from the exhibit hall at the Eastern Conference of Dental Laboratories with Aaron Popoff, Jill Adams, and Greg Walton. Are you excited about Chicago Lab Day? Elvis and I are, and NOAC Dental and NOAC Digital are. Their lab specialists will be at the East Tower booth B47, and their digital specialists will be at the new West Tower B2. Stop by both booths to learn about all of their offerings and to find out for yourself why NOAC is the first dealer name customers ask for. Also, backed by popular demand at each location, they will be serving King Cake Vodka shots one hour before the closing of the show each day. So you know where I'll be. Don't forget to visit Noack Dental in both exhibit halls during Lab Day Chicago. And Elvis and I thank you guys for your support. Voices from the Bench the interview. All right, I'm excited. We are here at the Eastern Conference of Dental Laboratories here in Concord, North Carolina. I have with me a very special guest, the instructor at the local Durham? Durham. Durham Technical Community College. I've actually heard of your guys' school. Excellent. Quite a few. I mean, there's not a lot of them left. Right. And you guys are pretty big. We are. We're okay, around. so before we get too far, your name, Aaron Popov. Aaron Popov. Your CDT, I am. super important, and TE, which uh, explains that you're teaching. Yes. What does the TE it stand for? It also means that I've, I've had a baccalaureate degree. Oh. Um, and that I've also been teaching in the field for a certain amount of years. Okay, so you you kind of run the whole school. I do not run the whole school. Okay, <laughs> you're just an instructor. I am. I'm you were introduced as like the dean. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I am an instructor for the program, but I'm okay. also a clinical coordinator. So I kind of do a little bit of, I put students in their clinical situations at the very last semester that they're in. Oh, when they do their internships. internships. Yes. So you put them in labs. Yes. Okay, any of them willing to come to Indiana? I don't know. I'm well, <laughs> keep that on your list just in Will case. Will do. <laughs> so how did you get into this? I have a fun story. I'm an art major oh. um, from Appalachian State University here in North Carolina. And so I graduated going through ceramics and metalsmithing and jewelry. So I already had the, a little interesting yeah. background coming into this. And uh, upon graduating going back and living with your parents is usually sometimes a standard that happens. Yeah. And so my mom was still looking up things for me to do to try to get me back out. Yeah, get out of and the house. Yes. Sure. So she found an advertisement for Craigslist on a dental lab technician, Craigslist. oddly enough. Yeah. And she had read pouring plaster, casting metal, and she knew that I had done Dental, this. Yeah. And she's like, are you interested in this? Because it sounds like something you could do. And I'm like, what, what is a lab tech? 
And so what you did had I no do? idea. I did not. How long ago was this? Like ten years ago. This is uh, two thousand and ten. Okay, so, so fairly really, recent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, by that, I had w- wanted to look it up. What is a dental lab technician? Sure. I had some friends. And then by word of mouth from an assistant, she's like, oh, there's a school in Durham here in North Carolina that you can go to school and get an associate's in that. I went, really? Interesting. And I'm kind of an advocate for school. Oddly enough, now I'm back teaching. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I looked into it. I said, sounds good. It sounds like I can use my hands-on skills, my art skills, and then I'm using that in a medical field. So I'm kind of combining a NOAA job that will be there but my artistic side. And so it was a nice match. You saw an ad for a job, mm-hmm. but you didn't take the job. It drove you to go to school. Yes, because I, I already had some part-time jobs. So it was, a, I think by that time, the position may or may not have been filled. I yeah. don't even rem- remember that half. She just saw an advertisement yeah. for it. And so that just got the ball rolling. And life gave me a, a message and things kind of colluded to where I decided to move to Durham, to go back to community college. And so that's where I'm at now. I never planned to stay. And yet all the opportunities came for me because of that risk of let's go back. So how long is the school program? It is a two-year uh, program for the associate degrees. Mm-hmm. So that is basically five semesters. Okay. And then so a fall, spring, summer, fall, spring. Mm-hmm. And then we also offer certification programs where you can come in for, say, complete dentures, cast partials, um, ceramics and crown and bridge. And so do the students walk out with the CDT or do they walk out with the ability to get their CDT? They walk out since uh, we're an accredited program here in North Carolina. They yeah. have the opportunity to take their registered graduate exam. Mm-hmm. Yep, so yep. that is a portion of the CDT. And that we highly encourage, but we can't say that you have to do this. Yeah. Um, no, it's completely optional. Of course, optional. you encourage, though. Mm-hmm. So you must see a lot of students come into the school. With no idea what the industry is. Correct. How do you prepare somebody to walk into this really, industry? <laughs> really what we're doing, I, and I kind of tell them, we're giving you some of the foundations to start this journey on because there's no possible way I can teach you every single style and sure. every material which is constantly changing and growing. So if I can teach you that those simple basics, which is why I had that back to the basics occlusion yep. class earlier. Yeah. Um, well, that was you speaking. That was me. Oh my god! So hopefully, sorry, it's all right. Hopefully, we'll we'll get them on that track, and then we guide them on what path do you really want to do? Like, there's going to be one thing that you really fall in love with here. Yeah, we teach you a little bit of everything. But there's going to be that one thing that might just click, and I say go with that instincts. But also don't be afraid to learn everything else because if you're a well-rounded technician, oh, you're going to be a much better situation. And so learn as much as you can here. Mess up as much as you can yep. here because this is the time to do, do it. Do it now before do your boss is angry. Yeah. Exactly. And then hopefully I tr- really try to place them in a clinical site that will work well for both the clinical site and my student to hopefully gear them towards learning maybe a little bit more that we can't offer mm-hmm. at the school and kind of impact that. And I teach them that coming from an art background, that it's more than just an art project. It has to function. Oh, you are replacing yeah. a body part. So never forget that, that you're yeah. making a prosthetic for somebody. Yeah. Do most students gravitate towards something? A lot of them tend to be removables. They do really? tend to like I that like nowadays. I like to hear that. Mm-hmm. That's interesting because everyone says the removable technicians are going away. Mm-hmm. But I like hearing. So how many people graduate usually? 
from your guys' program? We usually have an average around 8 to 10 currently okay. going on, but there is that real issue of enrollment that's kind of a little bit across the board for certain schools mm-hmm. that no one knows about us or knows what we are. I and know. we try, we have, we go to high schools, we bring high schools in, we even do go you? to middle schools. Wow. We try to do so many things, but yet they're like, what's a lab technician? Absolutely. <laughs> Ab- no, I know it's the struggle that we all have. You stealing my coffee? <laughs> These are my students right here. One, two, oh my gosh. Right we, somebody want to be on? <laughs> We're getting joined by students. <laughs> We've never had this come on mid-interview. This is great. <laughs> check, check, check. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Awesome. All right. Jill Adams. Yes, That's sir. That's an easy one. All right. Thank you for having an easy name. <laughs> we are quickly welcome. joined mid-interview. Sorry, Aaron. That's all right. <laughs> we were learning all about the school when student Jill Adams. Yep. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well. How long have you been in the program? Uh, year and a half now. Year and a half. Yes. Why did you start the program? Oh, that's a long story. <laughs> but yeah, this is uh, round two for Jill. Yeah. Um, and uh, there were some things about the dental lab program that uh, really spoke to me and my personal skills. And as I started exploring it, it became. What do you mean uh, round two? Like. I, I'm in my 40s. So no, this, is a, yeah. this is a second career for oh, me. Oh, I see what you're saying. I thought you went yeah. through the school twice. No, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. So what yeah. were you doing before? Uh corporate america oh that's terrible <laughs> that's terrible <laughs> yeah yeah i was with fedex for about 20 plus wow. years yeah and what drew you to this i mean just working with your hands or yes sir it was the creative side of it that i yeah. enjoyed um de- i'm definitely a doer i didn't want to type all yeah, yeah. and i did not want to go into management anymore uh, <laughs> so yeah it I was um it. yeah so it was it's it spoke to me as far as i was able to use my hands it was a trade um, and I was able to be creative and still help people. So how did you find out about it? Aaron was just talking about how hard it is to let people know about this school that's existing. Yeah. How would you hear about it? I didn't really. I just, my uncle is a doctor in Michigan, and we sat down and talked, and he's the one who suggested it to me first several years ago. So he's a dentist? No. Oh. He is, he, is a, he is a physician. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. And um, he was like, he he just knew me, yeah. and he said, have you ever looked into dental lab technology? And I said, no. And he kind of explained what it was. And when I started doing some research about which direction my life was going to go, yeah. I, I pulled it up, and it really spoke to me. Nice. And did a, did a little research, you know, online and started talking to some dentists mm-hmm. and started talking to some dental lab techs. Yeah. And I felt like this was the, a good direction for me. That's awesome. But I, I'm very much, uh, I would definitely want to be involved with promoting this industry more so because nice. I know it's needed. Mm-hmm. It is much, much needed. Yeah. What have you gravitated towards in this school? What are you liking? Um, <laughs> I'm, st- I'm still a little young with that one. Uh, there's, there's a lot of things that I'm liking, but what I'm hearing now is removables and dentures and digital is where, where you need to go if, if you want to stay viable in the industry. You could make a buck if yeah. you're a good removable technician. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to find them. Mm-hmm. They're needed. Mm-hmm. And don't let printed dentures scare you off. Okay. I'll tell you that much. Okay. But we love this one. Yeah? Yay. Yeah. <laughs> is she like the best teacher ever? Yeah. She challenges us, which is a good thing. Yeah? Yeah. So at the school, what is the the percentages of actual 
you know, classroom book learning versus sitting at a bench and actually doing it with your hands? With the North Carolina State, it's a 50-50. 50-50, Yes, nice. so they do half um, classroom time and then half laboratory time. Sometimes it doesn't feel like that, but it feels more like lab time. Does it? But yeah. we do both classroom lectures, online lectures. I do sometimes during hybrid, during summer. So they're getting that both online and classroom lectures and then a lot of laboratory hands-on time. Awesome. I imagine the students enjoy the laboratory time more. Yes. It's it's one of those for school active learning, meaning they're actively doing something yeah. hands-on. It's, it's, I mean, that's basically our whole program. You Absolutely. have English classes and math classes going, try to do something active and hands-on, and they're getting that. And so it's I see a lot of aha moments more so coming in from lecturing at the doe-eyed look yeah yeah and then coming into this is what you just learned let's do it hands-on and then there's the aha so yeah they all of a sudden like oh yeah you talked about that last week that makes sense that's awesome yeah you can see the lights click on and i'm like yes i got him (laughs) (laughs) that's hilarious yes do do you do a lot of cad we are getting into that that's that's been the biggest struggle even for us as a school is getting one the funds up to purchase that so we we've luckily had wonderful donations recently um to help that out and then we run into the networking problem well where are we going to put it what are we going to do with it what are the licensing fees so it still kind of snowballs but we are currently for Durham Tech cleaning out a storage room and we're trying to make a fully functional CAD CAM room based on all these donations and get more computers so we're not just one or two that I can actually sit in front of everybody and go, okay, everybody look at this yeah. crown right here. So we're trying to catch up with that. Are you trained on CAD? I am. So that's actually one of the reasons why I was brought in I was hired. So I went out in an in-house lab and worked at a prosthodontic office. After you graduated. And so you got all your CAD experience. Yeah. And so that that's where I learned right then and there. Because we didn't have it too much even when I was in the school. Um, and then trained on it and just as I kind of got trained on it then I got the call from the school from an instructor that I had asking hey can I'm I'm retiring can you come please think about teaching and I said I will definitely think about it. How did that make you feel when an old teacher asked you replace me? That is amazing. Very honored. Yeah I would would, That I was thought of or even considered. Yeah. Maybe it was because I was asking those questions even when I was there. Why don't we have this? Why isn't it this? Where's the technology in this? Because you have it in your name. So where's yeah. it at? So maybe that made an impression. And then I went back because I always did secretly want to think about being an art teacher. And so this is very relatable sure. to that same thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Do you want to give props to the companies that donated? Yeah. Um, we have a monger box. They they recently gave us a really nice um, setup. We have doctors and dentists, which I can't think of the names right off, who also gave us um, some donations. But we do have a lot of other (laughs) smaller companies and other things that just hand us things here and there. Yeah, we need to keep our industry educated. Mm -hmm. And you guys are doing some good things. Yes, thank you. And there's not many producing technicians that are employable. Mm, Yes. What are you hoping to do, Amy, right? No. Jill. Jill. <laughs> yeah. God. You did it on purpose. No, I didn't. Your name <laughs> yeah. tag's backwards, and I'm terrible. <laughs> what are yeah. you thinking about doing after you graduate, Jill? To be honest with you, I'm, I went into the program thinking I was going to open up my own dental lab one day. I just recently did some research, and that's kind of a, a scary prospect for me right now. Sticker because, shot. Yeah. Well, not, not necessarily no. a sticker shot. It's just small dental labs are disappearing. 
Yeah. And opening up a dental lab in your basement. Yeah. It, it might have happened 10, 15 years ago. So, a little harder. Uh, yeah. So I'm exploring options right now. Um, I, but I'm definitely, I have a business mind and just from background. And I'm definitely interested in learning the business side oh, of the yeah. industry. And I think the best step is to get your hands on and, you know, learn it from the very beginning, the basics. Absolutely. And then take it from there. Absolutely. The people that run the business, if they don't understand what the lab is actually doing, it's not as good. Do you guys teach that in the school? There is a jurisprudence and ethics side. What now? Jurisprudence and ethics is the name of our course. Is that a real word? That's what I (laughs) never heard of that word. (laughs) That's the name of our class. And this is the name of a book that we actually used to also have. um, uh, Google that word later. (laughs) Greg Walton is our director, and he teaches that particular class. And he teaches them the business side as well in in that class. Nice. So, yes, because he owns a lab um, and still runs it and then teaches Comes in for teaching? Mm -hmm. Nice. Yes. That's cool. That's cool to have teachers that are, you know, in there every day doing it. Yeah. Rather than the so-called expert that comes in that's never done it before. That's cool. Well, I can tell you from the student side, there's about 12 of us or 15 of us all together. And we definitely feel blessed with the the instructors that we have at Durham Tech. How many instructors are there? There's three um, full-time and one part-time instructor that comes in during summer. Cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. So what are you currently studying right now? Like what, what did you step away from to be here this weekend? I, they're in my classes, I, which stepped away from ceramics and complete dentures for first Did years. you give them homework to do over the weekend? I did not. That's nice of you. <laughs> That's really nice, knowing them that you Them being be here. the majority, I think We did have a test last week, though. Uh-oh. <laughs> what? Come on. Yeah. Buzzkill. 14 out of 15, I think we're going to make an appearance here. Okay, that's so great. So that's, to me, I'm like, this is your homework. You're here being surrounded. This so is, this is this is still good. Get them to engage. Exactly. All these people here are lab owners and managers and technicians, and they're all willing to talk to you and share and tell you and scare you away to, off the industry. So. <laughs> I tell them always to come here because it's in networking, because it's in person. You get to see it. You get to see what's coming out, what's new. So this is really integral for us and a big trip that we look forward to in fall. Absolutely. And I always tell people, you know, what you see on stage is one thing, but Mm -hmm. what you get after and in between, that's everything. Yes. Yes, sir. That's everything. I agree. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sitting down. I'm so excited to have Durham Technical College because it's been mentioned a few times on the podcast. Yeah, we've been around the block a while. Yeah. I think we started in 1961, so there's a lot of graduates out there. Yes. Still going. That's amazing. Well, awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, we are here at day two of the Eastern Conference of Dental Laboratories. I am joined by Greg Walton who happens to be the director of the Durham Technical College. Did I say that right? Durham Technical Community Community College. College. So we've already talked to a student, and we've talked to an instructor, and now we've got the the head guy. Tell me about yourself. How did you end up running the uh, Durham School? Well, um, years ago, I got into dental laboratory technology when I was very young. Yeah. I went by a dental office. I was mowing the grass and I had a chance to go inside and into the office to get some water to drink and I saw a guy inside and he asked him, what are you doing and he said he was a technician on-site yeah. technician with the dental practice and he was making crowns I said making what type of crowns he said I'm making teeth to go in someone's mouth so I said that's very interesting so I went off to college and got a degree in biology 
and I worked in research for years um, with the biology department at East Carolina University. And then one day, the was about the grant season to end, and the guy would say, well, do you want to continue to work in research with me at, here at the college? And I said, well, yeah. But then I thought about it. I said, uh, why not go back to dental lab school? I, 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 it kind of stuck with me. In high school, director at the time came to the high school and introduced, they had uh, career day. Yeah. And I remember that from career day. So I, it, was, it was an interest for me. So I thought about it, and I said, what is something I really want to do? And I said, maybe dental technology would be a good field. Mm-hmm. So after um, working in research for a while in biology, I went back to dental lab school. And it just fascinated me more and more really? than what we did. Yeah. So I completed the dental lab program and opened up a small lab, and I also worked in an in-house dental lab with a couple of dentists. Mm-hmm. And while I was there, one of the instructors from Durham Tech was about to retire, and he called me up and said, hey, would you like to replace me to get my job? So I said, hey, I'll give it a try. So I, that's when I started teaching at Durham Tech. I've been there for 22 years now. Wow. I've been teaching there. And then uh, about six years ago, I had an opportunity to become the director of the program. So after being an instructor there for years, then the door opened for to become the director. So that's when I stepped into the director's. Yeah. Job. Yeah. So you've you've seen the program obviously go through a lot of change. Oh, oh, oh yes. It's been a big change. It, everything used to be hands on. Yeah. And but now the technology it happens so rapidly. We have CAD CAM, we even have dentures being milled now. So the skill level for a technician, you must have an education now. Um if you can go to one of the accredited dental lab schools which there's only like yes, yeah, only if I'm afraid to say it's only probably about 13 left um, that are accredited by by Coda, mm-hmm. and they're closing yearly because funds, yeah, um, funds, and um, some of them have low enrollment, mm. and but most of all they can't get the high tech equipment. Sure, it's very costly. But we've been fortunate at Durham Tech that we have opened up a, a CAD center there for training, and with the North Carolina Dental Laboratory Association. And all the uh, graduates of the Durham Tech program, they always give back. Mm-hmm. And they are great supporters of the program and a lot of them on the advisory board. So, sure. And we collaborate with, with the neighboring colleges, um, UNC Dental School. We collaborate with them to do things. And we uh, work throughout the community. We work with moms. So the dental lab program at Durham Tech works in the community as well as mm-hmm. we teach students. Yeah. How do you get your, your students well, right now, how do we get the students is we go out to some of the high schools and do recruiting. Yeah. We go to some of the career fairs. And believe it or not, a lot of some of the students come back because their parents have laboratories. Mm. And they want their students to come back and learn the basics theory of dental technology. Of course, they trained with their parents in the lab or trained with someone from Durham Tech. But they, the students need the real theory behind. Oh, absolutely. With technology increasing, now the technician that they need has to have a good foundation. So we're finding that it's been a turnaround in that technicians, very few are, um, it's been few so far, but they're going, they're coming to Durham Tech and other, other mm-hmm. credit programs to become skilled technicians. So talk about the first day that someone signs on for this degree. What's the first thing you teach them? Well, first thing they learn is basic dental anatomy. Um, yeah. We bring them in and we teach them all the basics. The first year, they get all the basic courses. They learn 
um, simple occlusion. They learn dental anatomy. They learn that a tooth has so many different surfaces Mm -hmm. and so many different, the contour is totally different. So they learn all aspects about the tooth and um, about how to set up a denture, how to uh, basically just work in the dental lab industry. Sure. Do you ever bring in guest speakers from our industry that yes. that talk? Yes, we we often have um, clinics at the school, GC, uh, all the uh, Avaclar, all the Amongo, uh, all the companies yeah. they come and hold seminars at, the, at the school. That's so some great support. That, yeah, that, they help a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, how many students usually go through the program every year? Um, we're averaging about ten students, eight to ten students per year. How many of them end up at a lab? Uh, uh, 80% of them really? end up with, with a job. And another thing we have going on, which is very interesting, is we have pre-dental students oh. that come into the program on their way to dental school. Interesting. So they, we do a, a four-week program with pre-dental students from the UNC School of Dentistry and want us to train them before they get there. Yeah. So we do that. So we're finding out that pre-dental students come and do their two years, and then they go off to dental school or they serving that last year. And I bet you that makes for a really good dentist in the end because they've you can, taken you can, the time. You can tell under, the difference. You yeah, can tell the difference they have some lab background. I bet. I bet. So what's new for your school? What are you guys looking to do next? What's coming out? Or? What we're looking to do next is we really are focusing on technology, yeah. um, to the new technology, the CAD CAM, how you can take a computer and you can design a crown or tooth and then it's milled. Mm-hmm. Where it, we usually have to wax up everything, wax, wax up all the prosthesis. Sure. Now, now you can go on the computer and design it, and send that information to a a outsource a milling center, mm-hmm. or you can send it to your laboratory. But the key is the high tech. So we are, we're focusing on making a a resource, a community college dental lab program that that's resourceful to all the industry. Sure. Do you ever think? You'll stop teaching the hand wax part of it? Uh, no, 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 that won't leave. You've got to have the basics. In order yeah. to wax, that allows you to work on the computer. Go I directly. Agree. Yeah, you've got to add a certain amount of wax. So we still teach that hand on basic skills, and then we let them move over onto the CAD machine. Yeah. So that, that won't leave at all. That, sure. won't, that won't leave. What do most students kind of gravitate towards as they're in the school? Are they, are they more fixed? Are they more removable? Is it all over the place? I mean, I think it's all over the place. One year you may have a bunch of students that the majority of your students may be concerned about. Uh, I want to be a crowning bridge technician or a ceramics technician. Then you have a kids that just want to do removals. Mm-hmm. So I would say fifty-fifty. Yeah, you know, with our class. Yeah. So at that, that last year, we send them to that area. They do an internship. Sure. At that particular specialty. And they get to choose and to perfect it. But most of the laboratories are full-service labs. So, so they get exposed to everything. To both, yes. So the externship or internship for a whole year? It's for one semester. One semester. It's your last semester at Durham Tech. It starts in December, I mean January, and ends in May. Do you guys usually use the same labs that they go to? We have a group of labs yeah, that throughout. Kind of agree to do it, and based on where the student live, sure. So the student gets to travel there and is close to home, sure. And how many end up working there? Eighty uh, percent of the kids get a job. Yeah. Afterwards, we have labs like Triad. Mm. We have labs that have come to us and say, "Hey, you train the student," 
and they're a great group of people. They say Absolute Dental Lab, yeah. um, several labs. If we train the students, they say we, we, we will accept them. If yeah. you can send them if to If they us. go through your program, we know they're good. Yes, yes, that's right. That's, that's basically. And they work very well with us. They like a triad host a one day seminar with our students yeah. at their facility. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Do you ever get feedback from students after they've left the program? They're out in the field for a while. Oh, we get that all the time. So what do they say? They're like, I can't believe that you've you know, changed my life. Yeah. yeah. My life has been changed. Um, I want to do something different. I enjoy this program. Now I have my own lab. Yeah. I'm the manager of a lab. Um, I'm an instructor. So it, it, we hear some good stories. That's great. Yeah. That's really where you make the difference. Yes, yes. You make I the mean, difference in someone's life. a student that's you're going to change their life for a positive, but they're also going to share that to others. Yes. That's huge. Yeah. That's huge. That's awesome. I really wish your guys' school was close to my lab, really. I don't yeah. think I can convince anyone from North Carolina to move to Indiana. <laughs> It's well, a hard sell. Yeah, we, we get calls every day from um, labs throughout the country. Yeah. Um, because right now, believe it or not, there's a dying breed. I mean, all the technicians, older guys are retiring. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the little mom and pop labs, they need some people. But the lab industry needs skilled techs. Absolutely. Yeah. We went through this kind of phase in our industry when cad cam first came out that we'd all hire the video game players oh yeah that yeah. and then we we're like ah, we'll pay them 12 bucks an hour and then they'll just make and then boy did we learn the hard way yes that's that right. you truly need skilled people behind these machines and that's that's what we're focusing on they're not replacing at people Demtech, right we're you trying know. to when we go out to the industry that's what we want to do we want to we say send them to us we'll give them the basics and take them and give them a job yeah and that's what we need in labs because, yes. you know, we'll refine it, you know, we'll polish it to our needs. Yeah. But they got to have that fundamentals that's they gotta very have the hard to teach. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't appreciate you guys enough. It's sad that there's not more of you. And it's, you know, I'm, I'm hoping we can grow this industry to the point where everybody wants to go to a school for it. Yes, that's what I, we would love to see that. Everybody in this room, we're here. I mean, this whole conference is full of people that are happy where they work. They're glad they had this lifelong career in this field. The newer generation just doesn't know it yet. That's right. And it's a great field to go into. Oh, it's wonderful. Everybody here is just fantastic. I appreciate you sitting down with me, Greg. All right. Well, thank Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Appreciate it. Have a good one. Yeah. Few things create more interest today than the digital denture. Whitmix has developed a processing system for printed dentures, which uses Dentka, the first 3D printed denture and denture teeth resins to ever receive the FDA clearance. Their physical properties and biocompatibility pass FDA requirements and enable the printed denture properties to be very similar to conventional dentures. The material, coupled with fast and easy 3D printing with Asiga printers and the convenience of curing with a UVtron UV light, results in fewer dentist visits, predictable fit, reprintable data files, lower cost, and excellent intraoral denture performance. The Denka material available from Whitmix includes an ivory color try-in material, tooth shaded materials in Vita shades A1, A2, A3, A3.5, B1, and B2, and denture based materials in original pink, light pink, reddish pink, and dark pink shades. 
To learn how to create your own digital denture, check out Whitmix.com for their digital denture courses and for more information about the system. Thanks for your continued support of the podcast, Whitmix. We can't thank enough Aaron Popoff, Jill Adams, and Greg Walton for coming on the podcast to talk about what you all love to do. Elvis and I are firm believers in education in our industry, and we appreciate you all and Durham Technical Community College for doing what you are doing to help individuals be educated in our profession. We need to bring awareness to the public that we are a great career for anybody, and we encourage those who can take a program in any schools that teach it. All right. You know, it's finally February. And that means we are in the month of LMT Lab Day Chicago. Yeah. In less than three weeks, our community will come together, of course, in one of the coldest places possible, to mingle, connect, network, educate, learn, shop, buy, and of course, to podcast. Wow. Listen to you go, man. Love it. Barb and I will be at the Argon booth. That is booth I-16 and I-17, for those of you who understand how to read a floor map, (laughs) recording anyone who wants to be on the podcast. We eventually want to talk to everybody in our industry because we think everybody has an interesting story to tell. So stop by, say hi, and record with us. Argon is providing us a nice area to sit down and record all weekend, so we should be easy to find. And of course, we thank you for your support, Argon. Thank you, Argon. And do not forget about the CDT Fest. This awesome party is to celebrate all things CDT. So on Friday, February 21st from 5 to 630 at the Hyatt Regency Chicago, you can mingle with hundreds of others and congratulate all CDTs. And let me tell you something, last year and the year before that, it was super awesome. There was a ton of people there. We all celebrated it. I think everybody was jazzed that we're doing it now. So don't forget to register. Head over to this episode show notes for a link to register. We'll see you there. It's free. So there's no reason for you not to go. It is absolutely free and you don't even have to leave the hotel. So head over to the CDT Fest. Who doesn't like something free? All right, everybody. That's all we got. We will talk to you next week. Have a good one. Have a great week. See ya. Bye. Bye. I wrote this at like 6 a.m. Sure you did.